Peter Sherman with you for Oakley, and I want to talk a little bit about uh, the changes that I have to say are leaked at this point because nobody's made a formal announcement. We're told that Finance Minister Fideli and Attorney General Caroline Mulroney are going to make a joint announcement early next week about the fact that uh, the idea of the cannabis store, my God, we paid hundreds of thousands for that great logo. Sorry, I just remembered that. Um and, and uh, so we're, I don't know where those stores are going to go. Do we have leases for them? I don't know. I don't know. Here's what I do know. that They say that this is going to go into the hands of private people, although the licenses for those stores will have to still fall underneath the, uh, the cannabis store idea. In other words, uh, it's the Alberta model, uh, and uh, it will be Ontario that licenses the stores. But I don't know. As, as much as I should know about uh, the sale of marijuana, I, I'm interested from an expert in what this is going to do to the model that we had and uh, how it's going to change for the people who are on the receiving end, which is you, people who uh, want to use or have to use marijuana. Uh, and uh, his name is Peter Horvath. He is CEO of uh, Green Growth Brands. Hi, Peter. Hi Peter, how are you? Great. Well, hi Peter and hi Peter. It's um, it's it's. We just don't have to learn any names. Uh, I'm I'm happy you're. I'm happy you're with me. Uh, tell me something. You've heard this announcement, although it's not an announcement in any official way yet. How does it strike you? Uh, well, it's I I think some people predicted it, and I think it's uh, I think it's good for consumers. Uh, and and I obviously it creates an opportunity for folks who want to serve those consumers. Uh. And we're, we're among those folks. You know, we have a background in specialty retail with top brands. So we're excited for the opportunity. It seems like there may be one in Ontario very soon. So you would be, uh, you would be uh, as, uh, as Green Growth Brands, a retailer if you are given licenses to do so. That's right. That's okay, right. so... We'd be, yep. Would you, would you see yourself as... Uh, one of the larger concerns, are you prepared to lay down investment uh, capital in a lot of locations, or would you see yourself as one of many? I, well, we're in a position, you know, we're, we're a brand new business, uh, and, uh, but we're in a position to be as big as possible. So I think part of it is there's, you know, Canada's market and, and the companies uh, that have been established for several years have such market power, it's more likely we'd have to collaborate with somebody to get into the market. But uh, we have something that I think everyone else could use, which is experience winning and keeping customers. Okay, well, maybe you could explain that to me. Are you in the retail business now in other uh, areas? Uh, no, but our, our team is built of people, uh, including myself, who've been in leadership positions, developing strategy and executing uh, the business. Uh, with the number one specialty retailer in lingerie, Victoria's Secret, the number one specialty retailer in denim, uh, uh, American Eagle, number one specialty retailer in uh, personal care, Bath and Body Works, and the number one specialty retailer uh, in shoes, DSW, all of which happily are in Canada. <laughs> okay, so what I'm what I'm getting from you, Peter, is. This is, we're talking retail here. We're not, we may be talking weed, but weed is a commodity that's for sale. And, and, uh, as of October 17th, it will be for legal sale for recreational purposes, uh, already available for, uh, for medicinal purposes for people who have the ability to buy that. Um, 
Right. And what you're effectively telling me is if you know retail, then you know retail. So if you're going to move product and make a, a, a buck and provide quality, then experience counts. And uh, you don't hand it over to people just because um, they're part of a union that sold liquor. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you there. Um, you know, I, I didn't say it. I'm asking you. Yeah, well, I think that's, that's almost a quote for me, I guess. I wouldn't have said the part about unions or liquor, but uh, <laughs> I think I, I know. But I, I get those in when I can. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, but uh, no. It basically, here's the deal: the, the um, it's an amazing. I'm going to talk cannabis North America, but obviously we're talking about Canada, and, and I'm excited to be talking about Canada. Uh, you know, there's 25 million new customers coming to this segment in the next three to three to four years. Depending on whose math you use, it's it's the market's going to be twenty to eighty billion by twenty twenty two. There's we've never seen a retail segment grow at this uh, this level, and we've never had a product category that you know since since prohibition that was illegal, so most legal customers couldn't buy it or wouldn't even think of buying it, and all of a sudden it's available. So okay. uh, you know. You know, what we see is the people that are ahead of us, they have shown that they have the ability to, to be early entries in the market, to attract capital, and to cultivate. But if you look at the resumes, they have not had to battle in a competitive market for customers. And, uh, and so we're excited to bring that. I think, you know, customers deserve a great experience. Um, you know, the, there's been a shift in customers uh, throughout the world in the last 10 years where conventional retail doesn't work anymore. And, I'm going uh, to assume. Okay, I, I want to interrupt you there because conventional yep. retail doesn't work anymore, but it, it seems to work in some places in this particular commodity. And I'm assuming that you, in in making preparation, have taken a look at the models working down in Colorado and across the the country in oh, Washington yeah. State. Yeah, we've looked at it. We've looked at over. We've been to over a hundred hundred uh, uh, dispensaries. You know, recreational shops. Uh, California, Washington State, Nevada, Colorado, um, and we've seen what people are doing. So yes, they're doing business, and some of them are actually making money. Uh, but the customer experience in virtually every one of those is compromised compared to your best customer experiences today. Um, you know, with other product categories, and I, you know, I'll use a hockey analogy, which I feel comfortable with, <laughs> given the audience. You know, you've got to skate to where the puck's going to be. And I don't see anyone doing that. Um, and uh, in the competitive industries that I've been in, uh, that our teams have been in, you know, by necessity, people have been able to buy T-shirts and underwear forever. So it's not like you've got this precious commodity. It's something you have to fight and compete for, and you have to deliver advantages that customers respond to. So anyway, back to Ontario, I think with the change in how the stores are going to be handled the, the beneficiary is going to be consumers. They're going to get to choose the experiences they want and, and decide who they want to be loyal to, and, and they'll decide what's most important to them. Is it price? Is it experience? Is it quality? And I think they'll, you know, the, the customers will vote, which is, I think, what most of us believe in. 
Okay, I'm going to ask you a, a question. That's uh, it's it's not a loaded question, but uh, it, it's something that is sitting in the back of my mind. Uh, I know that there's an organization called the Ontario Convenience Store Association. I don't know that they've made any application or are giving any consideration to uh, uh, looking at at this as an avenue. But I do know that they have an awful lot of outlets, and that they're the most policed outlets uh, in the retail sphere outside of liquor stores, and the government owns all the liquor stores, i.e. they have mystery shopper, uh, let's call them police force, coming in who look underage. They try to buy things like lottery tickets and cigarettes, which are age-restricted, so uh, north of 18 years. You're going to have that kind of thing, too. Are you ready for that? Oh, absolutely. Um, so so I, think, I think what you're pointing out is, look, there's a group, there's a group that we would be competing, for, competing with for licenses who... Sure has already become expert at compliance, right? That, that's, you know, this level of compliance. Yeah. And, uh, and so, you know, that, and I think that that's great. And I, I don't even know if we're going to win a license in Ontario. I'm just saying based on this morning's news, I, I'm very interested and we're working on it. Um, but in terms of compliance, you know, compliance is compliance. It, it, it's product quality. There's, uh, you know, What's what's appropriate for children? What's appropriate for adults? Product safety, uh, employee relations, um, employee safety, security, cash management—all of it comes with. I mean, if you're dealing with customers, you have to become expert at all of it. At all of that, and I think, uh, you know, just like running a restaurant or a liquor store, you 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 have to be able to follow the the law and prove it every day. Um, there's, there's I'd say I wouldn't say it's zero tolerance, but it's virtually zero tolerance. So I think you're bringing up a great point. But that's also, you know, we are uh, in the U.S. market, um, and uh, we've just made an acquisition in Nevada that's a really well-run store that scores well on all those things. So just through joining teams, merging, we will have uh, those those uh, that expertise. And Canada's looking for foreign capital. There it is. Peter Horvath, thanks uh, so very much. I know you'll be watching and listening next week for that announcement, and I uh, expect to see your name again. Thanks, Peter. Great talking to you. All right. Peter Horvath, who is the CEO of Green Growth Brands, and uh, they're looking to get into the the cannabis business here in Ontario now that it uh, certainly seems to be uh, a strong, stronger than a rumor. It seems apparent that uh, we're moving away from the, the model that was introduced by the Wynn government and moving into a newer model from the Ford government that uh, opens the door to private sale of cannabis. When we come back, our friend Conrad Black joins us as he does most Friday afternoons at 4.30 and we'll talk about, uh, amongst other things, what's going on at City Hall. Also about... Uh, trade and the Europeans and the Canadians and how come it's not working the same way. Stay tuned. Peter Sherman for Oakley. This is Global News Radio 640 Toronto.